Blog Talk Radio.
yo, I'm broke, dog. I'm telling you, there's not a dollar in my name. My bank account says negative zero. I'm broke. What do you want me to say? Down on my luck. Reaching for some change, cause I'm so broke, yo, even when I'm paid I work, check the check, so I ask what's next Cause the check, cash in place, takes half my check Still, I gotta pay my bills and rent But how when the pockets are filled with lint? My car barely starts, I hope that it rides No take deck, headphones when I drive Women laugh when I roll up Three tires and a donut, so what? The window barely goes up Use a coat hanger so the muffler will hold up Hinges are broken, the door won't even close shut Plus, I need money for the gas tank So, I'm digging for some change in the ashtray Ride with a crowd, just to stay warm And the only time I make it rain is when I brainstorm Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it takes to win. Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it takes to win. You're crazy, it's not like we're lazy. We're both on our ground, not in the Just can't take it anymore. Currently my currency is no money sacks No bank, no bank rolls, I need money back Can't afford the puff tank, waiting at the bus place Not enough space, fix everything with duct tape No jewelry, I ain't got a claim Plus the bike that I ride even ain't got a chain Borrowing money until I got paid Empty fridge, cereals and entree I'm so broke, no joke Old clothes, old coat Robbed an old man with no dough Now we both broke Oh no, so cold, dreaming no more I hate my job, man, cleaning the floor See, the trouble is When looking for another gig I work nine to five And I pull a double shift Taste those pesos, desperate for change Gotta change up my life I'm desperate for chump Change. Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it takes to win. Oh baby, can we get a break? We both know we got what it takes to win. You're crazy, it's not like we're lazy. We're both on our ground, not in this. Just can't take it anymore. I hope that it feeds And the objects in my mirror aren't as close as they seem The battery is dead so I hope that it starts Cause Heidi's in the back pushing the car like Oh, you know I got your back With the weight of my legs I'm in need of a bubble And a nice massage and lots of caviar And my brand new crib and sexy new car One day We'll be sitting back laughing at this Cause it's all gonna happen for us Well, good evening, everybody. This is Ravinda, your host with MZN Indie Radio. We are here on another great evening with some more great music and another wonderful guest. You were just listening to uh, Mike Patron, who was uh, recently on our show. Uh, he is the rapping soldier. Uh, he he recorded a video uh, of, of a song he wrote called Baghdad while he was on duty in Iraq. And now he has a career in uh, rap music, so... 
big ups to him for coming on the show and telling us about, you know, the whole purpose behind it. And good luck to him for his career. Today's guest, we have um, Big Jig, who is um, really one of my my favorite indie artist, and he's been so successful since he was on the show before. I'm so happy to have him here today. Um, he's from the West Coast, so anybody on the West Coast should already know about Big Jig. He found his place in the game and made his official introduction to the world back in 2005 on BET's 106 and Park Freestyle Friday. He was the reigning champ for four consecutive weeks, and that was just a push he needed to launch his music career. Um, he says life has a way of placing you in the right place at the right time, which is true. The idea behind his album, The Go-To Man, which is um, his latest release, is very simple. It's who he is, he says. Big J got the nickname The Go-To Man because he always has what the people need. And today he's going to show us, you know, what we need by giving us some good music. I'm going to bring him on the line. Big J, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Welcome to the show, honey. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm so happy to have you back again. It's been, I guess, about almost a year now since we talked last. Yeah, definitely. So I'm sure a lot has happened for you since then. So um, just kind of tell me, you know, um, what's going on in the music industry for you right now? Well, right now, um, you know, first off, I am from the Midwest. Like I think I heard you overheard you say uh, West Coast. I had a few people thought I was from the West Coast, even though I do have roots in the West Coast and I be in the West Coast a lot and I got love for the West Coast. But I am from Chicago, um, and um, actually I just got I got a hot single out right now called Gucci Girl. It's actually a girl record, uh, doing real good right now in several different markets in the clubs and on the radio as well. And I just dropped a brand new solo project. I just got. I just inked the deal with uh, Universal Bungalow, so I have my album called "I Am the Go To Man." It is out right now uh, online at all major digital retailers and in stores. Called "I Am the Go To Man" by Big Jig uh, on Universal Bungalow. Wow! Well, congratulations with that. Thanks. I appreciate it. And we're also going to play um, two of your um, news tracks today, later on. But um, kind of share with the listening audience, you know, how your journey has been. You know, I mentioned just a little bit of stuff that got you kind of started in a way. But tell us, you know, exactly, like, what made you get into music and what were, what did you want to accomplish? Well, actually, when I got into music, um, it was really just happenstance, actually. Um, it was really because I had a couple buddies of mine that are actual, they were actually artists, and they had uh, been in the industry, you know, doing their thing for a while. And um, I happened to be um, just uh, really a, a, just a, one of their compadres that used to come through all the time and listen to their music. Because I've always been, you know, uh, fortunate to have a good ear for music, so they used to often volunteer me to come in and listen to a lot of their records. And, um, you know, they they kept, you know, gassing me up. You know, come on, man, why don't you come here and get us do a song with us? So, you know, I played around with it with them uh, maybe once or twice, and then I noticed that, you know, some of the records that I got on, the people in the street was like, yo, like, we know y'all rap, but who is this cat right here? So, and 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 and, and then I messed around and did a show with them in Indiana, and um, everybody was just like, hey, you know, we know these guys been rapping for a while, but, man, you need to, you you the truth. 
So when I was hearing that, I'm like, I didn't take it serious, you know, because I, I was really wasn't into making music. So uh, when I started seeing the tension that, you know, my friends was, was they was kind of like, I don't want to, I guess in so many words, uh, kind of getting envious of what people was thinking of how I sounded on records. So when I seen them getting envious, I said, well, you know, maybe I'll try to do a record on my own. So, you know, I built up enough courage and wrote my own record and um, got an R&B girl to sing on the record. And my very first solo record was called Let Me In. And uh, everybody adapted to it. The radio picked it up instantly. And that's what just, you know, just, just blew me away because I couldn't believe it. I had got so much support behind it, you know, with just so much little that I have ever did really in the music business back then, which was like 99. 99 was like when I first started, for real, almost. So uh, for me to get the, all the support and everybody in the radio jump behind it, as soon as I did it, I, I just, you know, ran with it. I said, okay, well, I, I, maybe I got something. So I just ran with it, and then I ended up, you know, running with it for a few years. You know, I got a little successful in the Midwest. Then I branched off and had went to New York, and I was going back and forth to New York with a buddy of mine all the time. And um, I, I opened up for, like, Jay the Kiss, Mob Deep, and Nas a few times. And, you know, I had this little manager in New York at the time. They had somebody came in him. Like, hey, ask Big Jig, would he be interested in actually getting on Freestyle Friday? So when I had that opportunity, you know, I wasn't a battle rapper. I was just a rapper. So I said, well, you know what I got to lose. So I went on and did it. And when I did it, things just took off from there. You know, everybody, you know, the first week I was on there, I was nervous because, you know, that's 30 million viewers. So, you know, I was nervous. The second week I was on there, I was still kind of nervous. But by the third week, I was kind of like, okay, I can do this. I was, you know, my my confidence had built up, my courage had built up, so I went on to win a couple more weeks, and then finally I got off. But by the time I got off, I had already got so much exposure from having 30 million plus viewers every Friday watching me that it was like the label started hitting up, the uh, managers wanted to manage me, you know, A&Rs was getting at me, producers were sending me tracks, and, you know, after that my career kind of just, you know, uh, I got out the battle scene, and I started focusing on just making back records again, focus on making hits, and, I, you know, I, I just, God bless me to continuously to make, you know, hit records that the street and the radio and the clubs liked. And then um, I actually graced, like, 17 magazine covers, you know, um, the latest one being uh, Sir Magazine in Atlanta that just uh, that's about to come out. Um, I think in October, um, I got like uh, two videos that made it to MTV2, one being Fly as a Plane, and the other one was Streets on Lock. Um, I got a chance to grace uh, to be on uh, Rap City in the basement on BET before they killed the show. Uh, I got a chance to, um, to to be on the show The Deal this past June, me and Gorilla Zoe with, with the Tupac. Uh, tribute that they had, that was a good thing. Um, you know, my situation has been good, man. But I got to give the glory to God, man. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be who I wouldn't be Big J. So, absolutely. Now, you mentioned that you you were able to get your music on the radio. I know a lot of indie artists that you know have no idea how to get it on there, or you know what steps to take. Can you share that information with us? 
Well, basically, any indie artist, what I would tell them, for one, you know, the radio is not something that, uh, per se, that it's hard to get, you know, it's, it's very radio is very political. You know, it's very political. It's, it's all about your connections, who you know, and if you've got the funding, unfortunately, if you've got the funding to do so as well to help push your project. But for the most part, the, the, one, the one thing that I did, that, that made me successful in the music business is that, you know, I, I got in the streets. You got to get in the street with your music. You got to, you know, build. If, if it takes you building from the ground up, you got to do that. And building from the ground up is starting with the streets because the streets is what's going to make the radio. The radio has to do what the streets want them to do. So if, you're, if you build up your street, you build up your street credibility, get you a nice buzz, you know, where you from and in, in other states, by doing it from the ground up, which is the foundation and the foundation of the street and the clubs and stuff, you know, at, once you get that up under your belt, the radio really has really don't have a choice. They gotta pick it up in. So a lot of people just be want to try to run straight to the radio, which is a bad move. You don't want to just take your record as soon as you get out of the studio and just unless you already are established artist. Now established artists, Jay Z and you know, the LLs and people like that, they can just walk in the, you know, studio, make a record, go run to the radio. But if you're an artist that nobody really knows, I think that's a bad move to try to make a record and try to run to the radio. Even if you got the funding to pay to get your stuff played, I think it's still not a smart move because you want to get people familiar with your brand, and your brand is you as an artist. So in order for people to get familiar with your brand, you have to build that brand up in the street and in the clubs to get people to be supportive of your music and of your, you know, of your record that you're trying to push. So I think that that's a, a clearly the first move that I would tell any artist, any up-and-coming artist, any artist that's not established to do is to start your street campaign. You know, get your get your street team, have people out here wearing your T-shirts, you know, get flyers, put flyers out, you know, um, get get uh, singles and get singles out. Go to different conferences, DJ conferences. Go to, uh, you know, different work music workshops and, you know, um, shop out to the singles and, you know, do some networking. I mean, I, you know, that's how you build your buzz up in the street. You got to build your buzz up. A lot of people want to be a chief before they be an Indian. You got to be an Indian before you be a chief. You just like a job. You can't just jump in the only, – only people that jump in in employment for jobs and be a boss is people that either were already a boss or they were qualified to be a boss. And they only was qualified to be a boss. Why? Because they had to do something to qualify themselves. So, therefore, in the music business, same same thing. Same hustle, different grind. You still got to qualify yourself to your fan base, to the streets, to the clubs, to make you worthy and make people to believe that you're worthy enough to get your stuff played on the radio. I'm so happy you said that because I agree 100%, 200%, because I've I've told that to a lot of indie artists that I know. They, everybody wants to just jump right on the radio, and, you know, it's so many ways to get your buzz out. Now, I know you use the Internet a lot to help you with your buzz. Kind of uh, give people an idea of, you know, how important that is. Oh, yeah, online. Well, actually, you know, I have to give, you know, credit to my team because, you know, I really don't get a chance to physically I usually respond back to messages sometimes, but as far as my, my team is the one who usually uh, is um, um, blasting out my stuff and, you know, getting people the awareness online. But the awareness online is a big, 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 big part of your, your industry. 
a part of the industry right now because um, most people, you know, physically they're not even going to the store to buy music. Most of them is downloading and buying it offline, especially college students, you know what I mean? So it's definitely something big. You know, you have to have your uh, your online game has to be on point. Your online game is just as important as your street campaign. you got to have an online campaign because one thing about it is, is, you know, Thank you know, thanks to my team and thanks to God, you know, that one thing about it with me, if a person have never ever said they ever seen me before or maybe not even never heard any of my records, they done seen my name plenty of times somewhere, whether it's online, whether it's, you know, heard it on the radio, whether it's uh, a black email blast, whether it's flyers, because that's the importance. The importance is building up that brand, you know, and, and the artist, their stage name, that's their brand. So uh, that's yeah, online is very important. You got to, you know, get people familiar with you, you know. So so that way, if, if a person run by uh, exec or A and R, say, hey, have you ever heard of so and so? They can they can easily say no, but I might have seen their name online. No, but I might have seen a blast, or yes, I do know about him, or you know. So that's the thing. And whenever the more yeses that people you get. When they say, yes, I heard about them, or yes, I know about them, that means that you're doing something right, you know, so keep doing what you're doing. And that's the most important, getting people familiar with who you are. That's definitely a very important thing to consider. I want to put on uh, your track, Gucci Girl, and when we come back, um, I'm going to talk more with Big Jake for all my listeners out there. And if you want to ask any questions, feel free to call us. The number is 347-237-5050. We also have the chat room open if you want to, you know, say something in there or if you want to um, just talk to each other. Uh, That's fine with me. But let's go ahead and play uh, Gucci Girl. Make me wanna work with you. Snatch you up and wipe it now, but I let you breathe. Uh, 
I try to be the inspiration to let them know that you know, hey, don't think don't think that it's you know that you're not cool because you you know you're going to school that is cool. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, what I'm saying I finished school and I'm a rapper, so just to let them know that you know you can do that. You can go finish school. You can go to college and still be a rapper. You know. So I've been doing stuff like that, but you know that's that's real. Um, most of my day I, I am very busy. Wow, well I believe it. <laughs> now tell me, um, what things were you looking for when you was um, out getting out there to put your team together? Like, what did you really feel you needed to start off with, and how did you accomplish finding those people? Well, actually, I'm still looking, you know, as well. I got, I got, um, you know, great members, but you can always use more. I, I'm definitely looking for a few more. But the main thing I was looking for, first and foremost, was loyalty. You know what I mean? I was looking for loyalty. That was the first. That was the first initial thing that I was looking for out the gate. I was looking for loyalty because I could deal with a person not really knowing how, knowing a lot about the music business but they're willing to learn, I can deal with that and if they're loyal. And that was the main thing I wanted to, you know, have have a, have a loyalty because, you know, loyalty and trust, that's on the same, you know, same equation. So I wanted to have, make sure I got loyalty because I want to be able to trust my team, my team to be like, okay, if I ain't around, it's going to still get done, you know. So that was the first main thing that I was looking for and I'm still looking for is just loyalty you know, somebody who got the same, you know, I want us to be able to have the same common goal. You know, I don't want people to be with me and feel like, okay, well, you know, uh, we just working for a big jig. No, I want us to understand that even though I'm the artist, you know, yes, I am Michael Jordan of the team, maybe per se, but at the same time, just like the Bulls, Jordan needed the Scottie Pippins and he needed the other teammates to, to win the championship. So that's how I look at my teammate. I want my team. I look at my team like I'm not no better than them. Yes, I'm the artist, and yes, I'm the product y'all are pushing, but I want them to understand and have the feel we got the same common goal, and the same common goal is to, for us to rise together as a team, not for me to rise, but for us to rise. That's definitely true. I mean, you, you really don't have a good team if you can't trust the ones that you have and those folks are just there just to make some money. It's important to have somebody who's dedicated to your music as much as you are and who will go through all the different avenues they have to to help you in progressing with your career because it's happening still. And I know a lot of people who have been through so many folks during their career because they didn't have any loyalty with them. Those folks would just come and go. Do you um, – do you go through people that you know, like from family or friends, or do you do you actually go through any kind of um, internships or anything like that? Yeah, I go through internships. Um, I kind of, to be honest, like I would rather, I kind of like, family is cool, but then family cannot be so cool too to work with. So um, I, I, I work, I have worked with family in the past, and I still do you know, somewhat, but I usually try to um, steer toward, you know, maybe some friends, maybe, but mainly I kind of like dealing with people who I might not even really know, who I'm really getting to know because, you know, sometimes when you when you work, one thing about doing business with friends or family is that they 
some of them, some of them stay business minded and look at it as business. But then you got some friends and family that feel like, oh, well, I can slack today. That's that's big jig. That's my cousin, or that's big jig. That's my, you know, whatever to me, brother, or you know, whatever. You know, and I don't want people to look, you know, business is business, and that's how I operate. I operate when it's business hours. It's business hours. Like um, I can't deal with, you know, working with uh, a person who's uh, taking advantage of the fact that, oh, I might be some kin to Big Jig or uh, Big Jig might be my brother or Big Jig might be my cousin. I wanted to remain business and then outside of business, then, okay, yeah, we, we friends, we partners, we brothers, we cousins or whatever, but when it's business, it's business. And I think that, you know, um, that's a lot of... Uh, some people's problem as far as going through so many different people having a big turnover ratio is because they don't let business be business. They try to mix business with other stuff. And you can't mix business and friendship and business and pleasure a lot unless they can remain professional and stay business. That's right, because I know it's just we have major artists that we're hearing about right now that are having problems. And, you know, take, for instance, uh, Fantasia, she just had, you know, a serious issue with family just not, you know, doing what they should be doing and pretty much taking advantage of her. So, you know, you got to She's a real sweet girl. That's sad, too, because she's a real real good-hearted person. I I actually know Fantasia personally because me and her brother is good friends, Rico Barino. Um, You know, she's good. She's good people. And I think that's probably part of her problem. She. She kind of sort of like me, a little good, too, a little too good-hearted. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta know when to say no. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's part of her problem. She just gotta know when to say no because she really a very, very sweet girl. I know, and she, and it's probably hard because I have the same issue, <laughs> and it's probably hard for her to say no when you know, especially when they're your family and you've been there. Especially if it's a family member that's done for you. Sometimes, you know it just get out of hand and I'm hoping that she can find a, a happy medium between her and the family to be able to still get through this and still be able to help them as much as she wants to without them taking advantage of it, you know, whoever taking advantage of her. And it can happen with friends. It can happen with the people that work for you, you know, when you develop certain relationships with them. You know, it can happen. You just have to, to learn how to, to keep things in perspective during the time that, you know, you know folks. Otherwise, you can fall into that trap. Now, the last time we talked, you had said that you were uh, also working with other artists and, um, you know, pretty much being like a a mentor to them. Um, Are there people that you're working with now that you want to talk about, you know, that you want to kind of give a little buzz on? Um, uh, Yeah, yeah, no. um, I kind of been, um, I have been working, you know, I have worked with some artists, you know, like Young Dro, uh, did work with um, Rick Ross, some work with T-Pain, uh, some work with um, former Grand Hustle artist Alpha Mega, some work with um, Young Jock, uh, the, the Game from the, from Black Wall Street. But I've been mainly, uh, my next, the project that I'm working on right now, I am <clears throat> starting to do uh Collaborations with uh, some R&B artists because I'm I, I like 
the chemistry of rap and R&B because I feel like you're giving the people in the streets uh, the best of both worlds. So I am, I am uh, currently in the, in the works of working with a icon artist, uh, Ray Lavender. He was actually on the Ambrosia show. Um, working with him, uh, we we about to get in the studio as well. Uh, and I'm, and I and also I am looking for a couple of artists that I'm uh, I'm gonna probably reach out to and start working with as well. Because I do have my own label called Go To Entertainment. So, uh, but you know, mainly uh, I just wanted to focus on me as a brand to get people, you know, just more and more familiar with me before I start really doing a whole whole lot of collaboration. Oh, definitely understand that. Now, um, when it comes to you doing events that are putting you in the midst of the people, what type of the things? that you feel gave you more response? You know, what kind of events give you more response? Um, to be honest, uh, I haven't really had, you know, knock wood, thank God, I haven't had, had too many events that didn't go well, to be honest. You know, um, I'm just a firm believer that uh, uh, if you do, if, if you stay focused on um What's, what needs to be stayed focused on and and go hard and, and um, you know, keep God first. Of course, I feel like, you know, no weapon against me shall prosper. So if I feel that way, I feel like, you know, I got a shield over me anyway. So, you know, um, by me feeling like that I, I, um, and and taking the next the necessary steps to, to do so, I haven't really experienced any bad situations of, Certain crowds feeling me more than other crowds have usually been like almost the same. You know, me personally, I like <clears throat> mixed crowds because you know I'm touching everybody at the same time. I really don't like the, you know, of course, you know, I love you know our culture, you know, definitely, but I really kind of like I like the mix, you know, I like to do the mixed scene, whether it be the older, the younger, the blacks, the whites, the Latinos, the Orientals. I like the you know, do the Baskin Robin thing. I want people to, you know, I want to touch them all. If I could touch everybody at once, that's what I would rather do. Wow. So now, when it comes to you know things for kids, are you are you out there doing you know little uh, conventions or um, or are you just basically around a, a lot more adults? No, I'm, I'm doing them both. You know, I, I definitely love the kids, man, because the kids is. Uh, you gotta have the, you gotta have the kids behind you, man. You know, I, I definitely love the kids, and I love I love the kids because the kids seem like that. You know, you kind of like versus adults. Don't get me wrong. I have had I have experienced a lot of you know adult fans that was crazy, you know, crazy. You know, as far as um wanting to meet me very bad and couldn't wait to meet me and you know uh, really love my music like crazy in love with my music, you know, um, as an artist. But it's, uh, and, they, and they've been very, and I've, I've been very appreciative, and I can tell they've been appreciative over the years with my with my, with my career and with the music that I make. But it's something, it's just something about the kids, man. It like, it make me feel good, you know, because kids seem like they like, you know, when they appreciate you, they really appreciate you. Like, you mean the world to them. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Like that, that right there keep me motivated. You know what I'm saying? To to keep doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
That is definitely important to be able to reach out to the children, especially when you have positive messages. And I really like the content of your your music, too. Uh, I don't find it offensive in any way. So I think it's it's good to have something like that available to kids when it comes to hip-hop because they, they don't get a lot of things that they should be listening to. So you know, I'm glad that you have material that kids can actually listen to. I have a caller on the line um, who wants to ask you a question. Uh, caller? Caller, you're on area code uh, 408. You're on the line with Big Jig. What's your name? What's going down? This is Goofy Bone. How you doing, Mingle Zone? Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. I'm over here listening to uh, Big Jig. First, I want to give uh, the brother props. How you doing, homeboy? I'm Goofy Bone, host of 186.Deuce, the worldwide radio show here on Blog Talk Radio like Mingle Zone. Um, hey, I appreciate I you. I just want to get you give you props, bro, and then see if I can maybe you know set up an interview with you, maybe get you up on my show too as well. Man, let's do it, man. You know I'm 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 ready, man. We can do it, man. No problem, man. Okay, well, um, Ingle Zone has my email, so if, uh, she could email me, um, you know, your info and all that stuff, and then we could set it up there. But um, like I said, bro, I wanted to give you a call, and uh, you know, there's not too many rappers out there that that, that go all all the directions, I guess you could say. You know, there's some that, that just go towards violence. There's some that just go towards, you know, the women, the hustling and all that. But, you know, brother, you're doing it all. You're doing it for the kids. Yeah. You know, you're doing it, you know, you're just doing it for, you know, players. You're doing it for this and that and that. And, you know, I, I just want, you know, tip my hat to you, brother. And, yeah, I appreciate uh, no one, it. No one's told you, you know, you're doing a good job. Well, well, I'm here to tell you, bro, you're doing a good job, and keep up the good work, brother. That's all I can do. Hey, I appreciate you, man. I, I got to get a contact on you, too, man. Definitely, um, uh, if, it, if it's a way I can get your email or something, I'll definitely have my people send over the stuff to you, man, directly. And, okay. Uh, uh, well, um, I, I don't know if you got a pen right now, but you can email yeah, go ahead. me go ahead. At, at BTR. B, B as in boy? Yeah, BTR, like blog talk radio. Uh-huh. And then uh, it's underscore Goofy Bone at yahoo.com. G-O-F-G-O-O-F-Y-G-O-O-F-Y-B-O-N-E. At Yahoo. At yahoo.com. Definitely. Well, man, be looking out for the info, and I'm going to send, um, I have my people send, put my direct contact so you can give me a call, man. Let's chop it up, man. Where, where, yeah, what, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll chop it up with you, brother. Where are you in? Oh, I'm in Northern California, San Jose. Okay, you're in North California. Okay, North Cali. That's what's up, man. We'll definitely be looking for the um, be looking out for the uh, email, man, and we we're gonna talk. And, and, and I had a question. Did you, you you haven't made it out here, have you? Um, yeah, I have been in Cali. I have been there. I've been to San Diego. I've been to um, to L.A. Uh, I'm okay. coming back there. But you never been like to the Bay Area. Nah, I have, they've been trying to get me to the Bay Area, and I'm, that's what I, that's why I was asking you what area you in. I don't know okay. if you got any links to any promoters. Well, yeah, I mean, I could I, I could shoot you with some people out here, and you know, we could get you going out here. Okay, well, I, I'm definitely on promo right now. I'm on promo tour right now, so definitely, man. And actually, my um my manager, you know, uh, shout out to my manager too, DJ New York City Ken. He's actually um uh, uh A&R for Universal Bungalow and an A&R for uh, Hidden Beach Recordings, who was with Jordan Record Label, he's in Cali. He's in okay. California as well, so that'll be a definitely a good link. You know what I'm saying between you and him as well. So we definitely got to chop it up. So when you get the email, Goofy, 
And um, my my direct link will be in that beat to give me a call, man, so we can chop it up, you know, outside okay. of the air. That's what's up, big big jig. And I want to take uh, Mingo Zones any more of her time because she's doing a great uh, interview on you, brother. But I just want to, you know, give you a call, give you, you know, your props, man, because, you know, you deserve it. I appreciate you, man. I really do, man. I mean the work to me. All right, man. Well, Mingo Zone, t- take it away, and I just want to tell you I love you, Mingo. I love you too, baby, and thank you so much for calling in. All right. I'll be in the chat room tuning in. Thank you. All right. Wow, that was wonderful. I'm, I'm glad we had that little connection made there. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely. what happens here. Shout out, shout out to Goofy Bone. Y'all make sure y'all check out his, his blog talk radio, man. I will be there. And even if I wasn't going to be there, just because I like I like his character, I'll still be there. So shout out to Goofy, man. Yes, he he has a great show. Everybody should check it out. He does a little um, music himself, too. So, you know, and, and everybody look him up on, on Blog Talk Radio and check him out. And he's had some great guests on his show as well. I'm so happy he was able to take the time and pop in on the show. And um, I'm glad to have you as well. Big J, because you are a very inspirational artist and a very good role model, and I'm so happy that you are in that path that you're taking to, you know, to reach out to a lot of different young people who are kind of misled in my eyes, you know, because they they don't see the actual value of some of the music that they listen to and the disvalue of some of the music they listen to. So when you have work like you put out, it actually gives them somewhere to go. So I'm, I want to thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, when you're on your promos or kind of like a promotional thing, what kind of things are you doing during this promotional era? I mean, are you just doing a lot of interviews or are you actually performing as well? well actually, actually, I'm doing both, to be honest. I'm uh, hitting up, you know, all the states that I, you know, that's, that's possible for me to hit up. Um, Doing all the interviews, the more interviews, the better, you know, just to build up people' awareness, you know, um, as far as my project being out and um, as far as, you know, if I'm going to be in that city doing any uh, shows or what or whatnot. So I'm doing them both, and I, and I still got dates going on as well right now. So if anybody want to get any dates, you know, um, with me while I'm on the road, feel free to. Uh, you can actually reach my booking at uh, 561 Eight nine one seven five three six. Once again, that's area code five six one eight nine one seven five three six for any bookings or collaborations with any other artists or shows. Well, I'm gonna connect you with somebody that's also a, um, a BTR host. That's the best thing about Blog Talk is that we actually make great networking connections so that we can do more things other than just do the radio. Um, I have. Um, another host that I'm going to uh, introduce you to um, that's in Las Vegas. He actually puts on a lot of different shows over there, and um, he he has a lot of connections over in that area. So I'm going to forward his information to you, to your um, booking agent or your manager, so that you can connect with him and get on his show too. Um, his name is DJ Smelly Good. Um, there's a few other people, too. I've been on it for a couple of years, so I've gotten to know a lot of different hosts. And then there's some other hosts that actually have um, a separate radio show. So um, that's like on either Live 365 or other Internet um, servers. I'll get you to them, too. I'll just put a little Please list do. together. Please do. I, and do. Then, I uh, definitely appreciate it. 
No problem. And and there's a couple of um, publications, too, that I'm, I'm aware of. Um, and matter of fact, there's one called um, 954. I don't know if you've been in there yet, but um, I'm actually going to be featured in there uh, for the October-November issue. And they um, cater to a lot of artists, both indie and major artists. They've been around for a while. So I'll also uh, send you the information for them. Um, it's one in the in the United Kingdom. Uh, also, it's called Bougie Magazine, and they do a lot of features on uh, our indie artists. So I also connect you with them. Uh, I'm trying to get an interview on there myself because I'm reaching into the the uh, international waters with my show. In fact, next year I'm actually taking my show to China. I'm going to be broadcasting live from China. I'm going to do a show because there's a lot of Chinese artists out there, and it's not just hip hop, but they also love rock. They love pop and they love um, jazz and, you know, a lot of different varieties of music. So I'm actually going to promote some of those artists from my show, and I'm going to co-promote the artists that I've had on my show um, from the United States. So you'll actually be able to get promoted without even trying <laughs> over there because then we'll be playing our music too. So look out for that. Um uh, we are also bringing our show live. So if you happen to be in, let's say, the Philadelphia, Delaware, D.C., New Jersey, um, maybe even when you're in New York again, let me know because I'm doing um, video broadcasting of my show. And I can come out and just do like a live stream. And oh, just, um, yeah, I could do that for you. And um, just put it out there, you know, that I'm here um the concert with Big Jig and blah, 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 you know. It'll be hot. So just let me know. Keep me up to date when you're doing stuff like that. I wish I had more to offer you from Philly, but Philly, for some reason, is trying to get away from hip-hop, and they're trying to just do more R&B and jazz. But there's little small little pockets out here that are doing stuff. So if I come across anything, I'll, I'll let you know about that. Cool, definitely. Have you been in Atlanta yet? Oh yeah, I actually got a, um, a spot in Atlanta, so I'm 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 in and out of Atlanta. I'm I'm between Atlanta and Florida a lot, so you know I'm, I, that's that's the two main spots that I'm at a lot. I'm between Atlanta and Florida, especially when I'm not on promo tour. That's what I usually be. So yeah, Atlanta is very familiar with me. Well, that's good because I'm actually moving there, so I'm a, I'm definitely gonna hit you up. You had a party, you make sure I'm invited. <laughs> Definitely will. What area are you in now? I'm in uh, South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia. Okay, South and Jersey. It's too expensive. <laughs> it's too expensive. I, I, I was actually at the uh, International DJ Awards Expo in Atlanta back with, uh, at, um You talking about with um, OG Crazy Eddie? Yeah. yeah, I was there. I was there, too. You were? I didn't see you. <laughs> yeah, I was, but did you go to the award show? No, I couldn't make it to the war show. I got okay. I y'all went to the. Uh, y'all I went was, all the way over there. Y'all was oh, there. Me, me, Shorty Lowe, Young Jock, me, uh, Montel Jordan. We was all at the war show. Yeah, the couple of the uh, artists that I had on my show before, I, I was like there for other stuff they did, but I couldn't make it to the awards. Um, they were there. Um, uh, that little girl Monet, she was performing. Uh, Sparky D. Um, yeah, and um, it was pretty nice, you know, what I what I was able to attend. And I'll be there. Well, they're doing the next one in Vegas next year, so I'll probably go to that one too. Um, but 
I plan on having a lot of different stuff once I move out there. So um, I'm going to put some different twists to it. So I'll be sure to, to invite you out. Um, I'm actually doing a, an entertainment expo in Philly. Um, hopefully we can get this date secure in December, like the beginning of December. I'm inviting um, people who have businesses in um, both the, the music, film, and fashion industry to come out and network with each other, network with people who are looking to get into it and need those resources because a lot of times you see all these um, these uh, A&R sh- uh, showcases and things like that come out, and they're charging people like $300 or whatever to come out and just sing to somebody. But, you know, they'll say you need more help with production, your image needs work, this, that, and the other, but they don't give me any resources. So I'm going to turn it around a little bit and um, provide the resources for these people so they can go to them first and they can still go to an A&R. At least they have somewhere to go to improve their chances of getting picked up. So um, we're going to have a little fashion show um, with some of the the, uh, fashion industry education um, areas in Philly. we got a lot of those. Um, We're going to have some indie film screenings of certain movies that are trying to get promoted um, and help for people who want to get into acting especially when they're artists already or they're models already and they want to just kind of convert over to acting. Um, we're going to have some resources for that. And then, of course, we're going to have, you know, people who are in the music business to provide some insight on what to do, how to get started or where to go from here if you're already in it, things like that, and um, um, best ways to get financing and, you know, to uh, to be more open to getting more independent as opposed to looking into major labels all the time. So we're going to have a lot of stuff available for people, and you're certainly invited to come out and speak if you want to or perform. Um, you know, I can let you know the details later. Um, but I'd appreciate it if you consider it. Definitely, definitely. Just let me know. Keep me posted, and you got it. Not a problem. Great. That's so great. So now – from here, after your promos are done, what, what do you plan on doing from there? Um, actually, to be honest, uh, I hope the promo never be done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope I hope I stay out here on the road. You know, I'm, you know, the music business is is basically like a truck driver. A truck driver only get money when he's on the road. So that's, I mean, that's not the only time you get money, but that's the you know, that's where the bulk of your money come from the more you're on the road. So I'm, like, trying to stay out on the road, to be honest, you know, as much as I can. But um, other than that, you know, uh, just build, keep building up my brand, keep building up my uh, my team, you know, keep, you know, building, being successful, making power moves, that successful moves that's going to, you know, be uh, beneficial to what we're trying to do as a movement. Um, and um, eventually uh, get off into some movies, you know, maybe start off some sitcoms and work my way up to, you know, maybe be a young Will Smith or something, you know. Oh, that'd be hot. We need some more. I, I would really love to see all these wealthy um, black entertainers get together and put up some more, you know, studios and um, film production companies, you know, because everything can't be a Tyler Perry project. No, no, no. I mean, I, I love Tyler, but we have so many more people out here, different personalities and different ways of doing things. We just need more um, support for them. Like if the music artists became like investors with the, the um, 
you know, the directors and the producers. I think we can just make some history. Yeah, I believe so too. Now, um, do you do any commercials yet? You know, like um, for companies, are you doing any endorsements for anybody? Um, uh, there's been inquiries about uh, me doing a couple of different endorsement commercials, but you know, at this time, I'm not able to really disclose uh, before beforehand. But yes, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of talk and a lot of meetings about me endorsing a few companies. So don't be surprised if you see me doing a couple of commercials. Well, that would be wonderful. I'd love to see that, definitely. And if you don't uh, mind, if you can send a you know, drop over to me um, to put on my show, and I can play that. And make sure you put your link in that drop, too, so that um, when I play it, everybody can you know, write that down and go check you out. Um, I would certainly appreciate it. You can just send it to my email address when you get a moment. Um, I just want to provide whatever support I can to you. So um, if you have any banners or... You know, uh, like I can put that poster you, that you sent me up to um, on my website and just make sure I hyperlink it to yours. That way you can get you know, all the traffic that I'm getting to click on you. Um, do you have, um, are you on Reverb Nation? Um, I, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm so much older here today as far as uh, my online team got me so crazy throughout the whole internet. I have no idea. I, I might be on reverb. I have, and I might not. So I'm not even sure to be honest. Well, I love to use their players. Their code is so much easier to work on my website. So I'm going to check on there and see if you're on there. If you are, hopefully your new stuff is on there. But ask them to put it on there if it's not. Because then I could put post that on my website and then on my other websites as well. So okay. it makes it easier so I can do that. Yeah. Now I'm going to go ahead and play this other track that you sent me, um, Street Grind. I want everybody to hear that too. And we'll be right back with Big Jig. And people, you can call in and ask more questions. I see a couple folks in the chat room. How you doing, sweetie love? Thank you so much for joining. And I would love for somebody to call in and ask another question because I know you guys are so interested in finding out what's going on with Mr. Big Jig. But let's go ahead and play Street Grind, and we'll be right back. What's up to him, G? I've been about mad ever since I was a toddler. Fuck some black dog, I'd rather have a dollar. It won't keep around long if you don't swallow. You pop six, me, I'd rather pop dollar. Rap the wrong style, but you can call it polo. I'm my own man, so I do shit solo. Rap super clean, same color as a polo. Try and take mine, uh-oh, that's a no-no. I'm hot in the street, why your ass so low? Still running things like the late great Flojo. Gold metal flow, you can call it track and field. Still posted in the hood, but I live in the hills. Real but not stupid, by myself couch real. Ice tray chain, yep, the neck gon' chill. Banana ass niggas, it's a cap top deal. Try me if you want a dog, snap by wheel. Pocket full of red brakes, neck gon' super shine. A whole lot of street friends. A whole lot of street friends. A whole lot of street friends. Pocket full of band breaks. Neck on super shine. A whole lot of street friends. 
I'ma make sure it lingers If you don't think so, then you can get your finger You ain't got to like me, but you don't respect me And I did one, you put there, niggas try and check me And if you do, beware of the consequence No love for lame, so I don't got a consequence Go do the smart thing and use your common sense Stay out the way of me, stay out the way of you You know what it is, don't act brand new I've been getting money, and you knew that You to let you run with me, but your ass blew that And everywhere I took them, they said, damn, dig, who that? And where he from, and what said he claiming? I said he just a square nigga that I got training Back to the money, no more sustaining
Now, last week I did a show on, um, it was a tribute to Tupac, because Tupac has made an incredible uh, contribution to the music industry. And, you know, a lot of times the media just doesn't want to focus on your positive, they focus on your negative. So, you know, we we are here to keep him alive and all his positive assets, and we had a great show. Now, um, if you were touched by Tupac in any kind of way, can you share you know, how you felt about him or what inspired you the most about him or, or what you admired about him the most? I think what, what I did admire about Tupac is, you know, a lot of people, uh, I don't know if a lot of people knew, but Tupac was is a, is a brilliant dude, man. He was very, 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 very intelligent. You know, very smart guy, you know what I mean? Um, great poet, you know, um, great poet, man. I mean, in a lot of his records, you know, was from the heart. You know, a lot of his, a lot of Tupac. I think a lot of people misunderstood him because instead of him uh, uh, doing a lot, you know, he might have got in the news because, of course, the news is always going to try to focus on the bad. You know, media going to focus on the bad instead of the good anyway. And I think that Tupac, I like the fact that he used his music to express how he feel. Like that was his pulpit. You know, you know how pastors when they preach, they pulpit to get the word out to people is the, is the is what they use to get the word out to the flock of the church. And I think that uh, Tupac as an artist is what he used. He used his artistic rapping skills to get the get off what he needed to get off. Whether it was venting, whether it was sad songs, whether he was depressed, whether he was happy, he used his rapping artistic skills to be able to express and, you know, to talk to the people and give people uh, his life. You know, like Tupac was the type of artist, if he was going through something at that point in time, instead of him mm-hmm. getting on the phone, calling people, he would write a record about it. And that's what I liked about him. I liked that about Tupac a lot because that's kind of like what I do. And I think that when you do that, that's what makes people, like, really feel you as an artist and a person because it's like most people that's fans, a fan want to always feel like they're a part of your life. So just just like like they started at Twitter, you know. I think that's I think that's helping a lot of us as artists is because it's it's, it's getting being more in touch with your fans. You know, your fans being able to to go with you everywhere you go every day. You know, even if you ain't doing nothing but Twitter Twitter and your fans and say, hey, I'm at Burger King. You know, that's making people like, oh man, I feel special, man. Big Jig, let me know. He had Burger King, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that that's the thing that uh, that that made that made Tupac, you know, uh, who he was as an artist. Man, I really respected him as an artist, and I respected his mind, man, because he was very intelligent. And um, I think that a lot of people, you know, the media, you know, focused on his bad because it was he was very misunderstood. But I think you know, me being an artist, from artist to artist. I understand and I respect what he did as an artist because he he was keeping his fans in tune to his life. Like, this is what I'm going through, you know? And I think that that's why a lot of people liked him because that's what he was doing. Because, like I said, fans like to feel like they're a part of you. So that's what I like about him. Yeah, I like that, too. He was very ingenious and it's, it's, a, it's a shame we don't have him. I know that at this point, after all these years with 
things that have changed in the industry that he would have been really seriously involved in it, both in business as and as an artist, and that he would have made a lot of changes. And oh, yeah. As far not, as not only, the music now, that, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I was just going to ask you, um, what do you, what do you think would be the would have been the thing that you could have seen you could see him doing right now in this in this industry? Well, one, uh, uh, first off, rest in peace, Tupac. You know, definitely, man. Um, second, rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. I really believe mm-hmm. if those two artists were still alive, the whole industry would be totally different right now. It would be totally different. You know what I mean? Because you got to understand, those two guys got took out the game at the prime of their career. They both mm-hmm. was like superstars at the time they both got murdered. They was both superstars then. So, you know, um, I believe right now that it's a lot of artists and a lot of things that went that has been going on and a lot of artists that has came out that might wouldn't have never came out if Tupac and Biggie were still here. There's a lot of things that would be different, you know what I mean, right now. You know, uh, I believe I believe the West Coast would still be real, real hot right now, probably, if, if Tupac was still here. You know, I believe the East uh, wouldn't have fell off as hard as they did if Biggie was still here. So it definitely would have been dramatic difference if either one, if either one was here or if they both was here. It would have been a definitely dra- definitely dramatic situation. It wouldn't be nothing like it is right now, without a doubt. That's so true. That is so true. I think about that a lot, you know, because I'm not completely happy about the condition of it. I think it's been too corporatized, and I think when with all the things that we have available to us, if those two were here and they were able to, and you know, com- not really convinced, but just more and so inspired because of the way they would have took advantage of it, using the the resources you have to do it on your own, to make your own money, put more money in your pocket. I think that they would have just been killing it right now and showing oh, yeah. people how to do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. They would have you how to do it. You would not be trying to just wait on somebody to put up a budget for you and then be owing them the rest of your life. I think they would be showing people how to how to do it because they would have took advantage of it. Like some of the artists that are out here are actually doing that, but it's like they're not really showing everybody how to do it. They're only showing, like, the folks under them how to do it. So I think it's important to share that information to, like, all these poor, these poor up-and-coming people that have been misled. Don't you agree? I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Um, and I feel like that one thing about the music industry, we'll die before music will die. We'll die as a person right. before music will die. So, therefore, it's enough money out here for everybody that's in the music industry to make some money. So, yeah. why so why hide the information? That's unless so you, true. Unless, unless you're that insecure as a, you know, you, you got some artists out here that's kind of insecure or intimidated of other artists, but me, I can't see me being intimidated of another artist if, if I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I know that, you know, I'm hot. Because if you're hot and your mm-hmm. fan base love you, your fan base love you, it don't matter who else come out. You still, that's not going to stop you from what you're doing. So, therefore, you know, I feel like any artist that don't want to share, you know, information, I feel like that you must be insecure as an artist. Yeah, if you if you don't think you can handle competition... <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you can't handle the competition. 
you don't need to be in it because you need to just create your own individual audience and leave it at that. Yeah. You know, so I mean that's just that's just how it is, and I don't understand why there's not more unity out there. But you know, that's a whole other story, a whole other day. I just wanted to tell you that I appreciate you being on my show today, and I, I welcome you back at any time. So you know, whatever you got going on, you can always feel free to call. It only has to be pre-planned. It could be last-minute notice. I don't care, but just call me. You know, I'll hook you up with an interview. If you got some people you want to promote whatever, I'll be happy to do that for you as well. Or if you want to promote any type of event that you have coming up, just send me an email so I can let folks know, you know, during my um my shows and that way we can help each other. Well I definitely appreciate it and um anybody that uh is trying to get at me, feel free to check me out at my official website which is bigjig dot com. That's www dot B I G G J I G G dot com. That's bigjig dot com. Or you can get at me at Facebook or you can reach me on Twitter dot com underscore bigjig B I G G underscore J I G G. Or you can get at me at MySpace, which is my MySpace dot com backslash bigjig the breadwinner. That's B I G G J I G G T H E. B R E A D W I N N E R. That's myspace.com forward slash big jig, the breadwinner. All one word. And my album is out uh, online. All major, uh, re- all major di- digital retailers. I am the go to man. Uh, Universal Bungalow. Uh, you can, or, and you can get it in stores as well as online. You can get it off your phone if you got iTunes on the phone. You can download it right now um, as well. And it's in the U.K. as well, so all the U.K. audience can get it as well. Uh, anybody that's trying to um, do any shows with me or book me or do any collaborations with me as, as artist-wise, uh, feel free to reach us at area code 561-891-7536. Once again, that's 561-891-7536. Shout out to you, Miss Indy. Shout out to uh, Goofy Bone. Shout out to my um, Universal Bungalow family, Black Ink family. Shout out to my um, my manager, DJ New York City Ken, Hidden Beach Beach Records. Shout out to Team Big Jig. Uh, Shout out to my family. Shout out to my fans. I appreciate y'all. Stay in tune with me. There's more to come. and um, I just appreciate the time, appreciate the opportunity, and feel free to anything that you need from us, from me as an individual or Team Big J, feel free to reach out at us any time, Ms. Indy, any time. It don't, it don't make no time. It don't matter what time of day it is, what day it is, feel free to, you know, get at me, reach out, whatever you need, just holler at me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Well, I want to thank everybody that's listening today. Um, uh, I'll I want you to just check out our website at com for updates on um, future guests and previous guests. And um, you can always check us out there. Um, Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for coming into the chat room. Thanks for the callers. And thank you, my guest, Big Jig, for coming in. Have a great week. And you all enjoy the rest of your nights as well. I'm going to play my theme song out. 
uh, as we leave the show. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you.